I'm Obehay. Hi, I'm Samira. And we are the, the Black, Black Idol. Idol. So on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about how to essentially get comfortable and get yourself acclimated to your first week of college. Um, it's a stress- stressful time. This is actually our first week of this year Yep. as we're recording this. So we know exactly all the tips and tricks that you need to get through the first week. Yeah. And I guess I can start with number one, please plan out your schedule. So not only like knowing where your classes are, but also determine what you're going to do before and after classes so you feel like you're not wasting your time. Also, for God's sakes, read the goddamn syllabus, okay? (laughs) You might have an assignment due tomorrow and you would never know until you read the syllabus. Yeah, especially when you get into like your major classes or your upper division courses, some instructors literally do not give a damn if it's the first day. They will assign homework. Some of them even assign homework before school even starts. So make sure that you are on top of things. And before I forget, I just want to address, um, there might be a slight change to the sound of our audio. We're actually trying out a different way to record the podcast. We bought a mic from Amazon. It's not the best quality. <laughs> don't, don't hate. Legit $20. We're broad college students here. Come on now. Don't expect too much quality. And we're recording in Samir's room, so... Yeah. yeah. Just a oh, little. Also, we're back into our apartments that we usually live in during the school year, so... Hopefully, we upload more often and um, have more interesting topics to talk about. Yeah, but since it is the first week of school and we're still kind of settling into a routine and getting our lives together pretty much, um, we just kind of felt like the easiest and, all, uh, and even the most relatable thing to both our current lives and some of you who probably will listen to this around this time of year is tips on how you can kind of get settled into college. So, the first one that I have is to establish a routine. I'm like Samir was was saying, like, build a schedule and all those things. But I also think it's, like, really important to, like, practice time management before, like, set, like, a time management um, habits or whatever you need to do before, like, your schedule gets too hectic. Otherwise, you won't be able to build habits later on just because you won't have the time to. Um, And this means things like getting adequate sleep, um, eating your three meals a day, meal prep. We're going to touch on that a little bit later. Um, Kind of making sure that you've got your class and your homework time like um, set aside. Um, If you have like a job that you're working, make sure that you have your hours so that you can do school. You can manage school and your job simultaneously. Um, and of course, don't neglect like your personal life. Don't neglect like your friends, your family, all of those things. Make sure that you kind of designate enough time so that you're not like running on loose, yeah. on like fumes pretty much. And you might be wondering how can you do that? Well, you can either do what I usually do with this, which is a bullet journal or like a handwritten planner where I look at all the syllabus from all my classes and in each month, I write on all the assignments, exams, when they are, so I can always look back. Mm-hmm. Or you can do what, like, my other roommates, like Ubehe and her cousin, my friend Saadia, do, which is pretty much have a calendar on their wall. And pretty much every time they come back to their room, they can look at what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Google Calendar for those who are always on their phone, who like the electronic like notifications right away. So there are definitely many processes, many steps to get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
also with that journal, not only should you like plan out your like food prep, working out, doing your classes, jobs or whatever, but also it's also good to always reflect and see how you're doing well academically and mentally because you can't start the semester off without having a beginning point and something mm-hmm. to look back to when you're done. Yeah, and like obviously set goals for yourself. Yeah. Um, and it can be in anything, like set academics, academic goals. Um, so at the beginning of the semester, if you know that you want to do well, um, I mean, that should be your goal. Let's be honest, you're spending tons and tons and tons of money. Yeah. Um, some of us are even, are even going to graduate with debt, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, you're spending tons of money, so you definitely should try and make it worthwhile. Um, another thing is um, if you are like a morning or night person, depending on like your personal preferences, um, it's def- it's more important to like be, in my opinion, more productive in the hours that best fit with you and your schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know with me, I'm 100% a night owl, but the reality is um, in the world that we live in, it favors early birds. Mm-hmm. And so I try to make it so that I get enough sleep at night and try to wake up a little bit earlier. Um, I shoot for like 7 a.m., um, hopefully one day I'll be one of those people that wake up at 5 a.m., but, oof, still got quite some time until we get there. But, yeah, just, like, making sure that you know best the hours that you are the most productive and kind of utilizing and maximizing that time and energy that you have to get all of your things done. Um, especially, like, things with podcasts and any, like, side hobbies, um, side businesses that you want to grow and build on top of being a full-time student and working, those things can be hard. Um, we're not going to lie. It definitely can and does get difficult. Um, who knows? This podcast will probably get a lot more challenging for us to like find a time to record as like the year progresses. But I think it's important to kind of set the, set the time aside for you to um, build your side hustles, build your businesses, build the things that you want to kind of flourish and... Um, um, make into like a career one day because you never know where they'll take you. Yeah, um, one thing before we develop, we talk about kind of the mistakes we've done in the past and what we learned from them. Also, I know this might be kind of scary, especially if you're an introvert, you're shy, or you're a first year, but like in, if you come early enough to your classes, you should try to introduce yourself to the professors because you might never know how that would come in handy mm-hmm. in the future. So in my case, when I introduced to one of my professors last semester, she helped me and recommended me a lot of research labs I could join. Mm -hmm. And due to that, I was able to get an opportunity. And you might also figure out that maybe this is what you want to study in the future. So it's really good to always at least introduce yourself and just show how excited you are for your class because they're here to teach. They're here to also learn from themselves. So I think it'd be really great to have those kind of conversations. And also... Please go to office hours. Like I know it's the first week, but like, if you really like this subject and the reason, and that's the reason why you're taking this class, I think you should try to go out of your way to at least during the semester or even the beginning, just when you still have free time or not as busy, to go to the office hours and just pretty much introduce yourself to them. Yeah, I think that's really important, um, especially for those of you who are taking your major classes, because um, 
your instructors, your professors can be incredible resources for you to um, potentially like through them network and meet other people who work in your field, whatever it could be. Um, so definitely utilizing that. Um, and these tips, honestly, we're giving them to you now kind of not necessarily with regrets, but more like things that we wish we would have known when we started. Um, just because at least with me, when I first started university, first and foremost, I moved into a dorm all by myself. Um, so that in and of itself was kind of, well, it was a shock because when I was living at home with my family, and then I went from that straight to living in a dorm by myself. I didn't have a roommate because the dorms that I lived in, they were mostly like single rooms. And on top of that, it, well, first and foremost, I was the only black Muslim girl in the entire, like, the floor that I lived on. So like, just um, right off the bat, I really couldn't connect with people. And on top of like, not utilizing the, um, ability to meet new people and make friends, I also didn't set up healthy routines. So because I was a night owl, I would stay up till like three in the morning, four, five a.m., whatever, and have to wake up really early for class and would constantly be rushing. Um, I lived in the dorm, so obviously I couldn't cook, but my food was not the healthiest. Um, I did not read the syllabuses. I did not like connect with my professors. I didn't do any of those things. And looking Looking back, knowing what I know now, I honestly could have probably been way ahead had I utilized these skills, but we're sharing this with you so that you guys can know to kind of not to waste your first few years of college. And if you're like us and you're like almost about to finish, then um, it's totally fine. It's never too late. But definitely getting a head start on um, utilizing the ability to connect with people and setting routines and getting kind of setting yourself up for success is always better for you in the long run. I guess um, for me, my main mistake was first of all, I didn't have a planner or anything like that. I was memorizing because I thought I had a good memory. <laughs> I don't. I have a memory of a scroll that I forgot the air corn like two years later. So that's kind of the kind of memory I have. Number two. Um, even though I did have a roommate, the, we had a convenience store in the basement. It was not good. We would stay up till like, first of all, till like in the middle of the night because it was open till two in the morning. So me and, me and my roommate in our bodies, you know, our traditional clothing and our <laughs> messed up scarves. We would just waddle to the basement, buy the same chips and soda. Oh, my God. We didn't even work out or anything. It was, it was bad was bad. Also, we got depression. We got very sad. It was a sad time. <laughs> it was gray. We never went anywhere because we have very... I mean, we didn't have bad social skills, but, like, we liked each other. We didn't like going out. So we just stayed in our rooms on our YouTube videos separate, like, literally, like, a few feet apart. Just, like... <laughs> It's being very lonely and sad. So please um, go get some sun while you're in the first semester. Well, it's still nice out. I mean, it's not nice out here in Minnesota, but other places must have been must have been nice. I don't know. Yeah, and it's just like it's just crazy because the first we um, are making this episode primarily about like your first week yeah. because you don't know just how impactful that first week is when it comes to like setting yourself up for success. And that could mean in anything. So, like, um, setting up a routine where you can, like, get yourself to work out at, at a designated time every single day. Um, just kind of, like, eating healthier foods. 
um, like designating time to like connect with people and like branch out of your comfort zone because once you get comfortable, it is so hard to break from that. Yeah. Because what ha- ended up happening with me is because I, the first week I did not, ma- I didn't care to connect with other people. I just ended up like not socializing. I didn't work out. I didn't eat healthy. I also had like a convenience store in my like dorm and I would just eat junk food all day. And of course, like that's sad. But the reality is it's like unless you go out of your way and discipline yourself enough to get these things done, they're going to be so much harder for you to accomplish later on. Um, And then one other thing I didn't touch on is like kind of personalizing, personalizing your space. And I until this year, actually didn't realize how important that is, because If you are staying in a dorm or apartment or whatever and you like come back to a room that's like drab and dreary and very depressing, like you're just in a funk. You don't feel at home. You don't feel comfortable in the space that you're like paying thousands of dollars to be in. And it's like, who the hell wants to be in that environment? I'm sorry, but like that, I think that's also one of the reasons why my freshman year was just not it. Because my room, you guys, I, I kid you not, I had one, like, jail cell-looking blanket. I'm telling you, it was gray. Like, I'm talking, the walls in a jail. That's the color of, that was the color of my room. That was the color scheme. Tragic. I had no posters. I had no lights. I had no pictures. I had, like, one little um, throw pillow on my bed that I called fashion and design. <laughs> it was very, very sad Compa- as compared to now. I customized my room, I personalized it, um, I added color, I added salt lamps, I added lights, I added all of these things that make me feel genuinely happy and comfortable. And that alone has like changed the way that I, like, it, it's made it feel as if I have a home away from home, yeah. which I didn't have that beginning when I first started out. I mean, also speaking of space, um, I do recommend, and research have shown, don't do your homework on your bed i know it's tempting but honestly if you do homework in the same place you would sleep of course you're not gonna get good sleep because that because you think of that space of gotta get my assignments done you're just in a like state of stress so mm-hmm. please do your homework either outside of your dorm on your desk something that will keep you awake and alert but still comfortable enough to have like, your snacks and your water with you. So it's really important to find that study space your first week. Mm-hmm. So if it's the, like a special little corner in the library or your, even your own room, like it's really important to have that schedule, time, and space to study. Because if you don't, you're just going to struggle. You're never going to be comfortable studying. But also you won't be get too comfortable that you would knock out in the, while you're studying for your finals because that has happened to me before. So please don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, one other big thing that we didn't touch on yet is the idea of, like, getting accustomed and, like, acclimated to your campus, Um, especially within the first week. Um, Especially if you're, like, going to a new school, you probably don't know what the campus is like. So definitely, definitely in your downtime, take the time to walk around your campus, see what's there, see what the people are up to, see what different clubs and organizations are going on. If there are green spaces, um, go visit them. If there are like really um, good like or cool architectural buildings on your campus, 
go take a look at them. Um, if there are multiple libraries on your campus, visit all of them and see which one is the most comfortable and the one that speaks to you the most. Just um, do those things in the very beginning mm-hmm. so that when you need them, you know exactly where to go. So um, if there's a specific spot you want, you need to go to for um, support with like your algebra class, you know exactly where that place is. Um, if you need to take pictures for your photography class, you know the best spot on campus for that. If you need absolute and total quiet to study for your finals, you know the best spot in the library to do those things. Like just look around your campus, um, get to know people, get to know the different departments and the different resources you have available to you so that when the time comes, you can finally use them. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah, and also with that, um, we go to a school where it's in the middle of the city, so transportation is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're in a college town or in the middle of the city, it's really good to know like how transportation works. Like, like where's the buses? When do they come? Like, mm-hmm. are you buying good groceries? Like, it's not only about school, but you want to make sure you have a system where you know where everywhere is and you know how to get there mm-hmm. so that you're not wasting time stressing about it. Like you have, oh, I'm going to buy groceries every other Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this transit and I'm going to spend this much. Like it's really good to have, oh, speaking of that, now I realize I forgot something. Budget, 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 budget. Because mm-hmm. sometimes like it's really tempting to buy um, like eating out on your campus because I've done that a few times. Freshman 15. <laughs> we don't want it. But like, honestly, Period. it is not worth it because like, first of all, the food is extremely expensive because they low-key know mostly if you're out of state that you can't go anywhere else nearby exactly. yep. to get that food. So I recommend you know, find that good old Aldi's, that good grocery store, you know what I mean? And like, buy grocery because you're saving more money for your buck and you're less likely to gain like, Un- like get into this unhealthy habit of always going out to eat mm-hmm. and realizing later on I don't have enough money for textbooks or like transportation or even clothes you know what I mean or like cool trips you want to do during yeah. spring break or whatever speaking of textbooks because th- that's one of the biggest expenses you're probably going to have every semester okay. and of course depending on what your like program is or where your track is I know that business books and like STEM books mm-hmm. are like notoriously expensive. Right. So if you fit in any of those two categories, good luck, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. But, yeah, but hold yeah. on, let me finish this thought. Um, so just to like get some help with that, um, of course, online, going online and going to um, places like Slug Books, uh, Chegg Books, websites like that, who that which they can sell you books way 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 cheaper than like your book your university's bookstore or even like amazon or other like mainstream retailers can um that's a good resource of course um networking comes very handy when it comes to situations like these because sometimes your friends or a friend of a friend might have taken a class that you're currently enrolled in and they have books from that class um kind of getting books getting like hand-me-downs from people who once took those classes that, again, is, of course, probably the most recommended since it's free of charge to you, hopefully. Um, and, yeah, just kind of being smart about where you go to look for books because that can definitely add up. Yeah, um, also, as a person that used to work in the library, um, some with a lot of libraries, they probably have a addition, like an edition of your textbook. 
So you could definitely set time for like to check it out from the library. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if the if the, your library doesn't have the book, you can ask them to order the book for you, and they will probably get it for you. And like you can just pretty much use it as a resource. So like honestly, unless you're We'll have one of those classes that require a damn a- like a dumb access code. Then tough luck. You can, you're gonna have to buy the book. Even renting it is kind of more difficult because the access code. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't require that, and it's just a regular old textbook, the library is a really good start. Also, even though I don't know if I should be promoting this, but wow. you know you can just Google like free PDFs and hope someone Ooh. has a free PDF online. But um, if your computer is not protected by viruses, I would not recommend that. But library, number one. Yeah. And then after that, check Amazon, Slugbooks, and all that other stuff. Yeah. Uh, one other thing, like, on the topic of, like, textbooks and classes, um, if you, you're, you probably already registered for classes, at least I hope you registered for classes before the first week, don't be that person who waits till the last minute. But if you don't know already, we've got you. There's a website called Rate My Professor which you can use to look up um, your instructor on your campus and see what other students who've had them previously think about them. I 1000%, I never register for a class without checking this first, just because depending on the instructor's teaching style or their, um, their grading schedule or whatever it is, there are a lot, sometimes instructors and students just aren't compatible and it's very, very, very important for you to know this before you register for a class and um, realize too late that you're not probably not going to be as successful in that class because either you and the instructor just continue to butt heads or the, their teaching method just does not work with your personal way of learning. Mm-hmm. So definitely check out Rate My Professor. Um, I'm sure there are other like equivalents of that depending on the campus. Um, but yeah, definitely look at that before you um, before you register for your classes. Yeah, um, also I would recommend, I know it's the first week and you don't want to think about assignments, but I recommend studying early, getting those chapters in if the syllabus already says like what chapters when do because you don't want to be that person that on like a day or two before finals or even a few hours trying to read all those chapters all those 10 chapters for that midterm hoping you can memorize it and trying to act like a normal person to get to that class and take that goddamn test please don't do that i've handled lucky i've never been that person because i have too much anxiety but i have personal (laughs) friends of mine who did they get away with it and learning college because it's not high school that they can't get away with it She's coming for my brand. <laughs> she That is a personal attack on a cellular level. Um, and in, this, in the same breath, don't be that person who writes a 10-plus page paper the day before, or in my case, the day that it's due. Don't do it to yourself. Do not do it to yourself. Because what ends up happening is, and this is from personal experience. You know what? This episode is a self-drag. That's what this is. All right. I'll give you guys the tea. So what I, what I ended up doing was um, I had a eight-page paper due, right? Yep. I had an entire semester. I got the syllabus. Yep. This was spring semester, so January. Yep. I was told the paper was going to be due in April. Yep. And I was like, all right, I can do this, right? I had what? Four months to write the paper. 
Did I write it? Not a damn thing. Nope. Right? <laughs> pull up the day before. I look at it's just like just on a whim. I open up our Canvas, which is our like online version of the class where you can like see the schedule and stuff. And I saw that the assignment was due. So what I ended up doing was writing it the same day that it was due. And by the time, and, oh, and I forgot to mention, my instructor was not, not, not generous, generous when it comes to um, submitting late assignments. Because even if it was one minute late, so it was due at 6 p.m. If I submitted it at 6.01, that's a letter grade dropped from my final grade. So if I ended up getting an A on it, I would get a B automatically. So I had to get it in by 6 o'clock, right? By the time I ended up finishing the paper, which included a cited bibliography, by the way. So after I got done writing the entire thing, I realized three minutes away from the due date. It was at 5.57. At 6, I realized I didn't have a bibliography. So I copied and pasted a bunch of things. And I ran out of time, so I couldn't even run it through like Word documents um, spell check thing. So I submitted it only to get great points taken off for the smallest mistakes ever. Grammatical mistakes, spell check um, mistakes, bibliography mistakes, and all of those things could have been avoided had I done the paper sooner. Um, she's not lying because I was there and like sometimes through the door you can hear her scream. I was screaming. In the middle. <laughs> I am, I'm not gonna recreate what it sounded like but you could probably tell what it sounded like, can you? And I was, yeah. But also, don't be that person to like work on something that's just over it only to realize it doesn't even matter because it's just peer review it's not you don't have to turn in anything because i was that person that stayed up all night freshman year to do this lab report only to realize they were only going to check whether or not you have your like idea generalized it wasn't even due to like a week and a half after so i was stressed over nothing so don't stress over yourself if it's not like super immediate or you become like me and just become a chronic stressor. And that's not healthy at all. See, we're polar opposites. <laughs> I guess you guys are getting the best of both worlds. Are we the best? The worst of both worlds. <laughs> Don't be the one who waits till the absolute last minute to do things and ugh, receive the consequences for that. Or don't be the person who legit gives yourself panic attacks months and months and weeks in advance. <laughs> Only to realize that you wasted your time and your energy. I did. I Bottom sleep. line, read the dang syllabus, make note of when things are due, and don't be dumb and act and plan accordingly. If it's due in two weeks, start writing it the week prior. Better yet, start writing it two weeks prior. As soon as you can, that is going to do you the best in the end. Right? Oh, yeah, find those resources that can help you edit your papers or, like, check over your work and stuff. That's yeah. really good to figure like, out what that is. A lot of campuses have, like, writing centers. I yeah. know ours does. Um, I've definitely utilized them before. And, yeah, so if yours has something similar to that, definitely go to them if you're not a strong writer. Um, same thing with, I think we already touched on this, but, like, any other subject, there's tutoring available to you. Um, your instructor has office hours, any of those things. TAs. Any, yeah. yeah, any academic support you need. There are resources for that, so don't forget it. All right. I mean, overall, in the end, it is your first week. Don't beat yourself too hard. The main kind of thing we want to summarize real quick is please have a good routine, plan things accordingly, 
and make sure your lifestyle is both in a way that benefits you Mm -hmm. and your goals yeah and with that i think we can end this episode yeah um so as usual you guys if you have any questions comments feedback anything really that you want to share with us uh, send us an email at theblackalo at gmail.com if you want to follow our socials you can follow us on instagram and twitter at theblackalo and finally please remember to rate and review us here on apple podcast or spotify or google podcast wherever you're listening because it does help us out and we'll see you guys next week yep bye, bye. bye.